everyone. This is another episode of Scientific Healing, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Please remember to give me some thumbs up or five-star love to help spread the word. Today's topic is about your own personal energy crisis, and it is actually the number one problem that physical problem that we have in industrialized countries and also in um, in America especially I know this because I've looked up all those statistics on it and so the statistics are this that one-third of the adults and a lot of the children actually one-third of the adults in the United States have failed adrenal glands and another third are on their way to failing only one-third have adrenal glands that are are functioning and the real problem with that is that and I'll explain to you it's like this domino effect and the the real problem with that is that people think that it's something else so if you have trouble waking up in the morning um, which is a common problem a lot of people just don't jump out of bed in the morning they just say I'm just not a morning person so when you have this problem when you can't jump up out of bed in the morning it's actually your adrenal glands not kicking in and giving you that boost because your adrenal glands when you're sleeping go somewhat dormant or they should a lot of times people go to bed like all nervous and they don't but they should go you when you go to bed uh, they should go dormant and that helps you with your healing while they're dormant so your body has two modes it's either healing or tearing down and if you are tearing down you are in uh, your adrenal glands are excited and they are pumping out adrenaline and cortisol and everything and when they say stress kills it's really true right so when your adrenal glands are pumping out all of their their um, pumping up hormones stuff that gets you going then your body is not able to heal so it's supposed to go dormant at night and heal you and then uh, in the morning there it's supposed to be elevated so a lot of people if they take their blood pressure first thing in the morning they'll notice that it's slightly elevated and then later in the day it will be calmer and that's because of the cortisol kicking in and getting you going in the morning. So then what happens is if the adrenal glands don't kick in and uh, then you'll feel like really groggy in the morning and I was always a morning person and when my adrenal glands completely failed um, I was in my early 40s and I just could not get out of bed before like 9, 10 o'clock. And I used and I wondered why was that? And that was the reason. And the secondary reason, of course, is that my adrenal, my uh, thyroid glands were also on the way out. So when the adrenal glands fail, then the thyroid tries to kick in and make up for it by boosting your metabolism some more so then it starts overworking and the the liver of course is also involved because the liver is also busy supplying uh you know bringing the energy into your muscles so you have something to move with 
And so it's causing this domino effect of boom, boom, boom. This fails, this fails, this fails, right? So your hormones are all guided by the hypothalamus, which is in the core of your brain. It's also part of what was called the limbic system. You also hear it called the crocodile brain or the lizard brain or whatever that is um, really in the core of your head. So the hypothalamus is kind of like the master hormone controller. It runs the entire endocrine system. And then next in line is the pituitary. So the pituitary does what the hypothalamus tells it. It sends out the stimulating hormones like the thyroid stimulating hormone or the adrenal stimulating hormone. So it, it, it's all run from your head on down. And that's why it's important to get proper rest, to get uh, fully hydrated, to um, eat healthy foods, to help rebuild your body, and so on. So, so th that's the, the problem. Okay, what's the solution, right? The solution is not drinking a lot of caffeine. Okay, I'm itching because I've gotten a little bite here. So the solution is not to take in... Uh, you know, energy drinks, uh, Red Bull, um, you know, <laughs> if you've watched NCIS, Calf Pow, you're not to have a bunch of caffeine, coffee, tea, whatever, to keep you going artificially because now you're burning the candle at both ends. And um, I used to uh, really, I really enjoy drinking a good cup of coffee. I have not had one in a good 25 years. And uh, I even tried uh, drinking decaf for a while, and decaf still has caffeine that, that bothers my body. And you'll know that caffeine is a problem. If you're a type A blood type, very likely it's okay for you. Um, there are tendencies, so type O's have a tendency to be allergic, and type A has a tendency to need it. Um, so, so you have to go on personal preferences, but... Um, for the most part, if you notice that you, you start to feel a little bit cranky or that you get headachy if you don't get your cup of coffee, that usually means that you're addicted to it and that your body is busy making antitoxins to kill the problem with the caffeine because it's trying to counteract, counteract the poisons. There's also roasting poisons. When you roast something, especially in French roast, there's like, like it produces a lot of roasting poisons. And uh, so your body will be busy trying to get rid of those as well. So you've got, you've got all of that caffeine running in your system. So now you're burning the candle at both ends. You're not letting your adrenals rest and recuperate, and you're not allowing your thyroid to do it. So it's no wonder that people say, <laughs> don't drink so much caffeine. And you're going, yeah, but I won't be able to function. So one of the things that I noticed, and if you do have that headachey issue, you'll either have to go through three or four days of abject misery going through withdrawal. And even my two to three cups a day the withdrawal was really, really miserable, so I'm highly sensitive, but there are other people that don't have it so bad. But you won't, you won't, it won't feel good, and you'll think, oh, I really need that cup. But the, what's on the other side for you is you start reacting to your environment in an appropriate way, 
And if you travel a lot, like I did a lot of international travel during those years, if you are traveling a lot, you will have a much easier time adjusting to your time zones. I found that when I drink coffee, people say, oh, I just drink coffee to stay awake during those times. And um, I found it a lot easier to basically to adjust with having no caffeine rather than having the caffeine. You know, with caffeine, of course, you're, you are um, burning your adrenals up because you're forcing them to work, right? You're keeping yourself awake. So what's the solution to all of this? First of all, one of the most wonderful things that you can do is even take a one to two minute breathing break during the day. Like, um, I'll go out and I'll walk for a few minutes and I'll just put my arms out and take some nice deep breaths in and get into the moment. Stop thinking about all the stuff I've got to do. Stop thinking about all the stuff that I did wrong. <laughs> just start thinking about being in the moment and taking a deep breath in. So straighten out your spine, get your shoulders back and take a nice deep breath in. And what that does is it brings you in to the present moment. And when you are in the present moment, it really helps calm the adrenals down because the adrenals are getting all fired up because you're thinking, you know, it's kind of like squirrel. Oh, did I leave the stove on or uh, did I lock, did I bolt the house right? Or, oh, I need to buy this instead of organizing yourself in such a way that you don't have to keep thinking of those thoughts that keep pulling you away from enjoying the present moment. So that's number one. That's one of the causes of the failing adrenals and the failing thyroid. And thyroid, by the way, is the number one prescribed medication in the United States. It tops blood pressure medication. It tops uh, Lipitor or cholesterol lowering medication. It tops a diabetic medication. It tops everything. It is the number one. So you can see that our overly busy lives have led to adrenal failure, which have also led to thyroid failure. And of course, we need our metabolisms to work properly. Getting in the present moment, that's an energy thing to do. And in there's a link there for getting your free wake up your brain audio. I like to get things done really fast. This thing takes you deep into trance and out in 11 minutes. And it's very soothing and very calming. And we know from lots of studies that doing a guided meditation or any kind of meditation for a while will lower blood pressure, lower stress levels, increase cognitive abilities, increase productivity, and increase creativity. And when you are in those modes, this is this calming place where it allows your body to heal itself, including the adrenal glands and including the thyroid glands, right? And then um, there is the eating issue. So too much sugar, especially like, or ground up flour, white products, ground up flour, doesn't matter what kind of flour, it can be wheat flour, it can be oat flour, it can be a tapioca flour, whatever it is, it's a very high surface to volume ratio, 
right? So anything that's got a high surface to volume ratio, you've got to watch because it will enter your bloodstream very, very quickly. Your body digests it and it jams this, the energy into your bloodstream quickly, drives it up really fast, and then it nose dives. It's in that nose diving um, time where your blood sugar is dropping precipitously that there's an alarm that goes off in your subconscious going, oh no, we need more energy, we need more energy, and your adrenals will start firing again, trying to get your energy up. And it will also cause you to be a lot more hungry than you actually are. So there are two things are happening is your adrenal glands start firing and you're, you start getting more and more nervous and then you start eating undue amounts of food. So um, keeping your blood sugar stable is super duper duper important. And the way I do it is I eat four meals a day that include protein. So having those four meals a day, I never snack, I don't get hungry, and I, I sleep really well, and it keeps my blood sugar very, very stable. I don't have it ever, you know, going up really fast and plummeting. It's that protein and having the protein first, having the, it's that protein that keeps that stable and also having some fat along with it. I don't believe in non-fat diets. Um, you know, usually if I look at my my macro ratios, it's something like 40% carbs, 30% fat, 30% protein, sort of in that in that range. And most of the carbs are fruit and vegetables, right? So so that really keeps things on an even keel. So figure out how you can do it. Um, I used to. I used to make like a veggie and protein lunch, you know, like either ground beef or fish, or I used to eat chicken, I don't anymore, chicken or turkey or something like that with a bunch of veggies, and I'd make these one-pot meals, and then I'd have my lunch serving, and i just divide it into two, and then I'd have one at noon and one at 2, 2.30, and that does the job. It keeps the blood sugar stable all day long, so that's really important. Number three, so the first, the first is <laughs> making sure that you come back into yourself. The second is keeping your blood sugar stable. And the third is drinking plenty of clear spring water. A minimum of two liters a day, right? Two liters a day is the equivalent of eight glasses. And that is in addition to any tea, um, any... Uh, herbal tea is I don't mean regular tea I mean herbal tea um, avoid caffeine as much as possible anything that makes your you know burns the candle at both ends makes you feel more energy than you actually have is is actually hurting you in the long run and then the the last number step number four is um, getting enough sleep so your best sleep is that before midnight. You will sleep the deepest. That means your heart will beat the slowest and you will be the calmest between 9 p.m. and midnight. Um, and then after midnight is when the dreaming cycles start. Like you can dream before midnight, but then you'll have uh, dreaming cycles every 90 minutes or so after midnight. And getting back into a deep sleep after midnight is not usual. 
And it doesn't seem to matter. I think that the body just cycles. Uh, I have experimented with this too. Like if I stay up until 11 o'clock, let's say, and I go to sleep, it's still between 11 and midnight that I get the the deep sleep and then after midnight not. People have started asking me if I've gotten a facelift or what um, because of you know, developing that going to bed earlier habit. Um, my skin has smoothed down and um, the tone is actually even better. Like I don't have any dark, my the dark circles under my eyes have improved. I've always had them since I was very young and uh, things like that. So you'll start to look better and feel better. And you won't need to run to coffee, tea, caffeine, anything, any kind of energy boosters, uh, Red Bull or whatever. And if your adrenal glands are in real trouble, the last thing that you can do, that's step number five, is start looking to um, herbs that are called adaptogens. They support the adrenal glands. So there are uh, three or four that I have used with success. One is ashwagandha. It comes from India. There's a really great company called Organic India that um, sells just the herb in the capsule and it's, everything is organic. And they sell ashwagandha. They also sell neem, which is very good for the digestive system, and a number of other herbs. So ashwagandha is one. Number two is maca root, which I get as a ground up powder and I toss a little in when I'm taking it a little bit in my uh, morning shake. And um, number three would be, oh, let's see. So we have maca root, ashwagandha, ginseng. So Siberian ginseng. Uh, it's also called eleuthero. Right, and you can also get red ginseng. That's a little bit different, but both both of these ginseng, Siberian ginseng, has worked very well for me over the years. And you don't get used to it. Um, you you can cycle it in and out, but I I haven't found that I've gotten used to it. If I leave it off for a while, I start to notice that the morning tiredness starts coming back. And just having that, just and it's a very small amount of just the herb in a capsule. Very small amount makes all the difference in the world. And um, then the last thing is to to check to see that your liver is getting the correct amount of carnitine. So um, a, a therapeutic dose is two grams of carnitine, one gram in the morning and one gram in the evening. And um, because I am hypothyroid, the carnitine and also tyrosine, which I take in the morning, both have helped me helped me get back to feeling normal again instead of draggy tired after my thyroid failed. So, um, so those are some really good tips for you to start feeling good again. And uh, I hope that you download the audio because that's the first step to getting the adrenals calm so your body can heal. And then the other things are in support of all of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. 
If you like this video, please give it a some five star or thumbs up love, share it with your friends, and be sure to subscribe to my channel. And I will see you same time next week with another uh, healing, energy healing or healing tip so you can feel better and raise your frequency.